With the GOAT moving to Tampa Bay, where will we rank him? And also, is Patrick Mahomes really the best quarterback in the NFL? Or has Russell or Lamar taken his spot? We'll bring Tyler on the show and we'll release our top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL on today's episode of the Bring the Heat podcast. All right, so we got Tyler on the show. Tyler, how are you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, so uh, today we're going to do our top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, we'll get right into some honorable mentions. Uh, I have five honorable mentions. Um, my first I one. Say, I, I also have five. All right. All right you can go first. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my first one's Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Big Ben, when healthy, is a top ten quarterback in the NFL, but we don't know if he's going to be healthy this year. And regression may also hit him hard this year with him turning like 38 or 39, I think, this year. Um, so Big Ben puts up top 10 stats when he's healthy, but we don't know if he's going to be healthy. So that's the reason you didn't crack my top 10. Um, all right, do you just want to say all five, or you just you can, want to do one at a time? We'll do one at a time. All right, um, my first uh, honorable mention was Matt Ryan. Um, I think... He also could be a top 10 quarterback when he's playing like at his best or whatever. He, he is healthy all the time, though, because he's only missed like three games in his 12-year career. Um, I just think that, I mean, he's thrown 4,000 yards in nine consecutive seasons, so he's, he could be top 10, but I just he hasn't really won a lot except for that one time in, that they went in the playoff run got to the Super Bowl but they choked so I just can't put him in my top 10 yep I also have Matt Ryan as an honorable mention uh, he's had Julio his whole career so he's been blessed with weapons he's also had Calvin Ridley the past couple of years he's a great receiver uh, he's never ha- really had a great O-line but he's had great weapons but he does pass for a lot of yards he just hasn't won a lot in his career um Dan Quinn, I don't really think is a great coach, so that doesn't help with the winning. But he, if he starts winning, he can maybe crack the top ten next year. I my next uh, honorable mention is Carson Wentz. Uh, him is completely a injury. He's so injury prone. So I think he, he's only played sixteen games in one season. That was his rookie season, and. I'm pretty sure he played pretty good, but I just, he's too injury prone. He can probably, if he stays healthy and can stay healthy, then he will eventually be a top 10 quarterback, but right now he's just not. Yeah. Um, my next honorable mention is going to be Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, the way he played at the end of last year, was, I would say, at the level of a top 10 quarterback, but I haven't seen it for long enough. And, um, obviously, Derrick Henry helps with the fact that he was winning so much. Um, but if he shows it to me for one more season, then maybe he can crack the top ten. I also have Tannehill in my honorable mentions. I, uh, I mean, I'm a Titans fan, so I was about to put him in the top ten at number ten, but I just can't do it. Yeah. Even though I always talk about how he got... Some people don't realize this, but Tannehill got the Titans into the playoffs. If you look at the stats, he Henry was not doing good at all towards the last 
I'd say in week 10 through like 14 or something, Henry didn't like carry. It was Tannehill and Tannehill got them to the playoffs and then just handed it to Henry the entire time in the playoffs. So, but yeah, I have Tannehill my honorable mentions. Did you like the Tannehill contract, the four-year, $128 million? No, I thought that was stupid. They should, I think they should have, um, they friends franchise tagged Derek, Henry, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, they should have they should have franchise tagged um Tannehill and paid Henry because that would have secured Henry for a long time and now they're instead of securing the better player, they're securing the quarterback, which I don't know. I didn't like that move. I mean their mindset obviously even though Derek Henry is clearly the better player is to get the quarterback when quarterback is the best or the most important position in the NFL. I mean I'm not saying it's a good or a bad move, but that was their mindset. Uh, yeah. My next honorable mention, I think he's kind of in a similar situation to Ryan Tannehill. Jimmy G, he's a really good game manager, uh, just hands the ball off a lot, gets the ball back to his defense. Uh, he won a lot last year, but statistically he wasn't good at all. Or like yards, he didn't throw a lot of interceptions, but he didn't throw for a lot of yards. Um, Jimmy G is a great game manager, that's about all I can say about him. Alright, I, I don't see him in honorable mentions. I don't see him top 15 quarterback. Maybe maybe like around the 18 or 19, 18, 17 area, but I, I don't see him that high. I just put him there because he's won a lot the past couple seasons, or the last season. That, um, yeah, but his team, I don't know, his like, team helped him a lot. The Niners wouldn't have won how many games they would with Jameis Winston. Because Jameis just throws like 30 picks. So that's something Jimmy G's good at. He doesn't turn the ball over at all. And that takes skill. Right. I, I don't agree with that, but whatever. Alright, my next honorable mention is Jared Goff. Um, although Goff led the Rams to Super Bowl in 2018, his best season was a sophomore year. Um, and his team helped him a lot in the past few seasons. His team helped him a lot last season. And he had his worst season since his rookie year, um, but I think he's a. I think when he's on and he's playing his best game, he is a top fifteen quarterback. So that's so why I have him in my honorable mention. Jared Goff was a top ten quarterback coming into this year, but this year he, I mean, his team wasn't good. He had a bunch of pieces around him, and he couldn't succeed. But I didn't have my honorable mention, but I can see where it's coming from. Um, my last honorable mention is Kirk uh, Cousins. Um, Kirk Cousins is once again a great game manager. Uh, he's doesn't really have a strong arm, but he throws a good football. He is pretty accurate, um, puts up decent stats, and wins around 9 or 10 games each year. But I would say he's the 11th quarterback on my list, but uh, he just didn't crack the top 10. Yeah, I have him in my top 10, but I can, I can see that, but I... I do think he is a top ten quarterback because well I'll, I'll get to that later, but um and then my final one is Big Ben Ben Roethlisberger. You basically explained why he's a uh, honorable mention. So I think like what you said, whenever he's playing at his best and he's healthy, he is a top ten quarterback with his stats also. But just not right now. He's not a top ten right now. I think so. Yep. All right. All right. So we'll get into the top ten here. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first, lead off with number 10. Uh, number 10 for me is Dak Prescott. I know a lot of people are going to want him around 5 or 6. I don't see it. Uh, last year he played 16 games, went 8-8. Eight and eight. 
4,900 yards, that's 306 yards a game, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, a pass rating at 99.7, 65.1 completion percentage, and um, he has everything around him to win. He has, like, he's had basically the best O-line in the NFL the past couple of years, and he's had weapons with Amari Cooper um, and the other receivers that they've been rotating in each year, um, and he hasn't been able to win, so... He's put he puts up top five stats, but he needs to show me that he has the ability to win if he wants to move up this list. I mean, yeah, Jack. I mean, I have him a little further up in my top ten. I do think I put him a little bit too high, and it's really not that high. I, I'm not a big Dak fan, so so I'm just I don't like him that much. I don't see the hype in him. I I know a lot of people are gonna want me to put him at top five maybe top six but i still think i put him pretty high from where i had him i'll get to the that stats or to why i think i put or to why i put him where i put him later i'll get to that later yeah. so my number 10 uh i know a lot of people are gonna either love this or hate this but i put tom brady at number 10 i had to i had to fit him in my top 10 somewhere i I had seven quarter. I had like five or six quarterbacks that I all wanted to put in my top ten, but I just couldn't. And there's two quarterbacks that had time to fit in here, had enough room in here. So Tom Brady. I mean, 254 yards per game, 61% completion rate, 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and 88 um, passer rating. Um, it is his lowest yards per game since 2010 and lowest completion rate since 2003 and also his lowest passer rating of his career, entire career so obviously he's falling off a little bit and with that loss to the titans in the first round of the playoffs um i just don't think and i also just don't think he will do very well in tampa and i think he's only got one more year in him and but i had to put him in because he's the best to ever do it so one of the best to ever do it yeah, uh, at my number nine, I did have Tom Brady. Um, I think Tom Brady could move up this list and like next year because he has so many weapons around him in Tampa with Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans. No, mm. although I mean, he is going into his age forty three season, he got a tackle in Jedrick Wills. Um, he played sixteen games last year, went twelve and four, four thousand fifty seven yards. That's two hundred fifty four yards a game. Uh, 24 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and 88 passer rating, and a 61% completion percentage. Um, I think, although he is going into his 43 season, or age 43 season, I would suggest that he is going to take another step down this year. I think that there's a chance that he could take a step up because he is going, or he is going to Tampa. I actually think it's a good fit for him in Tampa because he has Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, who are two top 10 receivers in the NFL. I mean, he's not used to very good receivers. He's used to these small um, Julian Edelmans. So <laughs> he's used to like but, Mike Evans is basically uh, he's, Gronk. He's used to small. He's used to small white receivers. All right, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but all right, I think I think it's a good fit for him. But I just don't think he will do very well. I I think he's just getting to the age where it's time to call it quits. Yeah. Alright, my number nine, I had Kirk Cousins. Um, 240 yards per game, uh, 70 or 69% completion rate, 26 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 
107 uh, passer rating. He is in his prime right now, and his interceptions are at an all-time low, and um, passer rating at a high for him in his career. Now, the loss of Stephon Diggs will be big for him, or big loss for him, but he is getting Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, and he also has Thielen and Rudolph. And I think they can help him become an elite quarterback in this league. And I think the Vikings are going to do pretty well in the next few years. So I have him. I have Kirk Cousins at my number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, at my number eight, I have Deshaun Watson. Uh, in 15 games, Deshaun Watson went 10-5, 3,852 yards passing. That's 257 yards a game. Uh, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 67 completion percentage, a pass rating at 98. He also rushed for 413 yards, rushed for seven touchdowns, which is a lot. Uh, but he holds onto the ball way too long, takes way too many sacks. It just gets to the point where sometimes, Deshaun, you just got to get out of the pocket and throw the ball away. Um, but he's a great talent. Um, obviously, a lot of people slept on, slept on him in the 2017 draft. Um, but he, um, he just takes too many sacks, throws too many interceptions. Although he does get a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, there's too many mistakes in this game for him to rank higher. I see that. I, I still had him pretty high on my list, but yeah. number eight, I have Dak Prescott. Um, this I think that this is probably still too high for him. I think he's got a lot to prove in his career, but I mean, 306 uh, passing yards per game on 65% completion rate. 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions with a 99 um, passer rating. He's young and still has time to improve. And I think he he has a great receiving core with um, CD, with the addition of CeeDee Lamb. And then he has Amari Cooper also. I think that's amazing for a young quarterback to have a good receiving core. And... Um, he had 4,900 yards, which was second. He had 4,900 yards the entire year, which was second in the league. And um, I think in the future, or in, even in a few years, he can really have a shot at being a top five quarterback in the league if he improves on a lot of things. He just needs to improve in the amount of games he's winning, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and probably with decision-making also. A little bit. He doesn't have a strong arm either. Um, yeah. At my seventh spot, I have the most underrated quarterback in the league, Matthew Stafford. In eight games, Matthew Stafford went three four and one last year. His team finished three twelve and one. They went zero and eight without him. Shows the importance and the value of him. Uh, in eight games, he threw twenty five hundred yards. That's three hundred twelve yards a game. Nineteen touchdowns, five interceptions, a sixty four percent completion percentage, and a passer rating at one oh six. And he, his only receiver is really Kenny Galladay. I mean, those are ridiculous stats. And although he hasn't really won much in uh, Detroit, it's different than Dak Prescott not winning because Dak Prescott has actually had the pieces around him. Um, Matthew Stafford hasn't had anything around him. He's had terrible tackles while he's in Detroit. And he really hasn't had more than one receiver in Kenny Galladay. So I think uh, Matthew Stafford... Is very number seven, yep. I also had Matthew Stafford. I do think he's come a very underrated, as you said. Um, in eight games, he only played eight games this year, and before the injuries he's shown, he's one of the best. 
He has one of the best arms in the league. Um, yeah, he does have Kenny Dal- Kenny Galladay, who I think is a top six or seven receiver in the league. Wow. And 312 yards per game, 64% completion rate, 19 touchdowns in eight games, five interceptions, and a 106 passer rating. I think number seven is a good spot for Matthew Stafford. Yep. Um, at number six, I have that bad man. I don't think he's a bad man anymore. I just think he's a man now. Um, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, in 16 games, he did go 13-3, and three, but they were a bad 13-3. and three. 4,000 yards, 250 yards a game, 26 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. He was last in the league in interceptions, or best, you could say, in the league in interceptions and interception percentage. But part of that is he's like, at this point, he's protecting his legacy. He's not trying to, like, extend it. He's throwing the ball away way too much. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and um, Andy Reid showed this year that in today's NFL, aggression is rewarded, and the Packers aren't very aggressive. Um, they throw the ball away a ton, and while they don't throw a lot of interceptions, they don't turn the ball over a lot. They also don't force the ball down the field a lot. Um, this may be a little lower than a lot of people would have him, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is clearly out of his prime, and I don't think he's even close to his prime at this point. Uh, he's just a good quarterback at this point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, with the um, throwing it away a lot, Rodgers has a 62% completion rate. Not amazing for him, but four interceptions, it's, it, it's pretty good. My number six, I had Deshaun Watson. Um, 256 yards per game, 67% or 67% completion rate, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and 98 passer rating. He did have an off year this year, I think. But I, I think he'll even without or even with the loss of D Hop, I think he's gonna have a bounce back year this year. And he shows he can clutch up. I mean, example, Bill's game was that uh, was that the wild card game or was that yeah, it was the wild card game. game. Yeah, wild card game. Um, he's shown he can clutch up, make big plays. Yeah, he can scramble and he has good vision. So I think Watson will definitely be a. I think he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in this next generation, Yeah, I believe. Uh, At my number five, I have uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback in 16 games. He went nine and seven, and he took... I don't want to hear this. He took literal... He took literal garbage to the playoffs. Um, 4,039 yards, 25 yards per game, 27 touchdowns, 7 interception. A passer rating at 93 and a completions percentage at 64. Um, here's the thing. I, this is less about what Carson Wentz has done and what I think more about what Carson Wentz is going to do in the next couple of years and what Carson Wentz is going to do in the next couple of years is compete for MVPs because he has that kind of arm talent and that kind of like height and strength. Um, back in like 2017, but, I think but, it was his... But you see, we're we're not talking about the future. In the future, I I believe, or I believe that I believe, I understand what you're saying. But right now, Carson Wentz has not even come close to showing that he's a top five quarterback. There are not four quarterbacks that could have done, or five quarterbacks that could have done, 
what he did last year where he went 9-7. and seven. Name one receiver that was playing on that team at the end of the year. Um, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey was hurt. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I have no clue. He was, there was, nobody was getting open. He was having to find ways to get people open. He was just carrying. Didn't he, didn't he have Zach Ertz? Uh, he was hurt. Um, at the end of the season, his shoulders were, or his shoulders are still hurting from carrying that team. Uh, he, it's just about, I don't think five quarterbacks could have done what Carson Wentz did last year where he carried that team to the playoffs. I mean, 9-7, and seven, though. I mean, he did have one of the best defenses in the league. He had a, be- he had a good D-line. His secondary wasn't very good. All right. Um, my number five, I have Aaron Rodgers. Um, 250 yards per game, 62% completion rate, 26 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, and a 95 passer rating. Um, it's his third lowest passer rating in his career, and I think he only has two or three more years in him of being like a top tier quarterback. And he's clutch. He's a good leader. Um, he's had four thousand yards or four thousand yards this year. But Green Bay does have a backup option with Jordan Love that could take Aaron's spot, and I feel like he might pull Tom Brady in the next few years and leave the Packers. Like, if that makes sense, because not, yeah. not, um, or I think Jordan Love may have the talent to push Aaron Rodgers out of that starting position, and Aaron Rodgers will leave or retire, I believe, but right now I still think he's a top five quarterback. Mm-hmm. At my number four spot, uh, at my number four spot, I have Drew Brees. Uh, in 2019, Drew Brees played 11 games, he went eight and three. 2,979 yards, 271 yards a game, 27 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, 74% completion percentage, which is ridiculous. A passer rating at 116. Um, he is going into his age 41 season, age 41 year, but I could see a case where he only gets better this year with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders, who now they actually have a number two receiver where they were used to only be um, running with one good receiver and obviously uh, Michael Thomas, but he's the most accurate, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history. Uh, he's passed for the most yards in NFL history, and I don't think he's going down anytime soon. I mean, you can make the case that uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I think he went, did he only lose one game or he went undefeated uh, in his five games? He played, he played five games. I've I want to say he went undefeated. Yeah, you can make the case uh, that that Saints team is stacked and that they don't need Drew Brees, but Drew Brees is still a great quarterback no matter what. Yeah, number four, I also had Drew Brees, 271 passing yards a game, um, 74.3% completion rate. That is insane. For 41 years old, that is absolutely crazy. Uh, 27 touchdowns and four interceptions with a 116.3 pass rating. Is that what is the perfect passer rating? I feel like that's it's like, perfect. Isn't no, it? it's not. It's like one forty six is perfect. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty. And that's pretty dang good. that's and, never been done. Yeah. Um. Only eleven games, and he still has these stats. Um. But he is very clutch. He can make these two minute drives on the field with precision passing, as you said most passing yards ever and highest completion rate ever and 
And this is his highest passer rating in his career. And he's 41 years old and still one of the best in the league. I think he's got one more year in him. And then I think he'll call it quits. But, yeah, Drew Brees is number four. I think that's a good spot for him. I think Drew Brees wants a Super Bowl. So I think he'll play either till he's 43 or till he gets a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Moving into the top three here, uh, the next three, we know who they are. Uh, at number three, yeah. it's controversial. Uh, I went Action Jackson. Um, maybe if he plays one more year, he can pass up Russell. Um, I don't think he'll pass up Patrick. But in 2019, played 15 games, went 13-2, 3,127 yards. That's 208 passing yards a game. 36 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and a passer rating at 113, 66.1% completion percentage. But obviously we know he's a dual threat. He's not just a passer. He can also run. He ran for 1,200 yards, 7 touchdowns, and 7 yards per carry. Uh, he's the most hard quarterback to game plan for. He keeps defensive quarter, uh, defensive coordinators up at night trying to think how they're going to guard him. Um, and although Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win more against you, Lamar, I think, is scares defensive coordinators more because Lamar will embarrass you. Um, just show he just needs to show more one, one more year that uh, he can win in the playoffs and not get beat by the Titans, and uh, maybe he can move up to the number two spot. Yeah, I uh, kind of regretting my decision. I mean, I'm I still think I have Russell Wilson at number three. Mm-hmm. I think Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and I think those two are interchangeable. I think I can put both of them at either one of the spot and either spots, and I don't think anyone would be angry about it because obviously Mahomes is number one. But I have Russell Wilson at number three, two hundred and fifty-six passing yards, sixty-six percent completion rate, thirty-one touchdowns, five interceptions, one hundred six passer rating. Uh, right now, he's probably at his best with his lowest interception and his lowest interceptions in his career. Uh, I still think he's underrated, though. I don't think a lot of people give him credit. Even though he does have a stacked receiving core, he is a playmaker, and I, I think he's. I think him and Lamar, are right, right there. They're. I mean, I think they're just as good. I think they're tied for number two and three. So, it's my. Yep. Number three. Um, at my number two, I did go Russ. Um. Russ has never missed a game in his whole career. Um, in 2019, played 16 games, went 11 and 5. Um, he threw for 4,110 yards. That's 257 yards a game. Uh, he's the best leader in the NFL. Um, he threw for 31 touchdowns, five interceptions, a QBR at 106, um, a completion percentage at 66.1. Uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are his really on, his only two receivers. DK Metcalf was great this year. Tyler Lockett's been good for a long time. He also rushed for 342 rushing or yards. Uh, you could make the case that if Patrick Mahomes or if Russell Wilson had the weapons that Patrick Mahomes does, then Russell Wilson would put up the kind of stats and he'd win like Patrick Mahomes does. But the truth is we don't know that. Patrick Mahomes has shown that he'll do that. Uh, and Russell Wilson has never had a season like what we've seen the past two years from Patrick Mahomes. So while you can make the case for Russell and I can kind of see it because he is the best leader and he's been doing it for nine or ten seasons, I think it may be eight actually, but um, I went Pat number one. 
Yeah, number two, I had Lamar Jackson, 208, 208 uh, passing yards, 66% completion rate, 36 touchdowns to six interceptions with a 113.3 passer rating. Like you said, 1,200 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, seven yards per carry. Uh, I think well-deserved MVP. Um, so far, he's shown he can't win a playoff game, but I do think that'll change in the next few years. And like I said, him and Russell Wilson are interchangeable. So, but I had Lamar at number two. And then number one, we both went Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, uh, in 2019, he played 14 games, 11 and three, 4,031 yards. That's 288 yards a game, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. A QBR at 105.3, rushed for 218 yards as well. And in the playoffs, he threw for 300 yards a game with 10 touchdowns, two interceptions in three games. Um, he's great. We know that. He's explosive. Uh, in 2018, he threw for 50 touchdowns, which was insane. Um, but he's the best quarterback in the NFL, I think. I think it's pretty clear at this point. Maybe if Russell can win a Super Bowl next year, maybe Russell can make a like case for him, but at this point, it's Patrick. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, number one, obviously, 288 passing yards, 66% completion rate, you already said all of that. Um, he's clutch, second-half player, obviously. I mean, every single one of those playoff games, they were down and then came back in the second quarter or second half. Super Bowl champion in third season, led his team. Uh, he only played 14 games this year, and not all of them were 100% healthy. Definitely towards the second half of the regular season, they, he wasn't healthy. All right. So I think Tyler for coming on. Uh, we'll be back Thursday with another podcast. Uh, we'll be talking some NBA mock draft stuff. We'll do some trades, all that good stuff. Um, go leave me a review on Apple uh, Podcasts. That'll help the podcast to grow. And I thank you all for listening today. Goodbye.